right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Just so that everyone knows what I'm hearing, <laughs> every I wake up nice and early, 7 a.m. on a Wednesday, I have my coffee, and I'm like, okay, it's time to edit the episode. <laughs> and then I get Aaron's track, and it just looks like the, the solid track. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something. Um, but yes, that's what I struggle through. Glad we could. Glad I could. That was some catharsis for me. I got to let that all out. Um Back on Biden's N-word. Yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Okay. Joseph Biden has not said the N-word on video. Is that right? Is that right? He said Negro. Uh, Which is like a technicality, but... Yeah, he's off on a technicality. Like a technicality, but still, it's it's worth something. But it, it does make you wonder. So let me just, as a person who's studied a lot of Joe Biden... You've got him lying about the business deals. Okay, if you don't care about that, you don't care about that. His daughter wrote a, a diary about how they, she used to bathe with him like, like together for a long time, and it scarred her for life. He said you're not allowed to be black if you don't like him, which yeah, one of his best comments. But overall, yeah, I would say if, if, if he hasn't been taken down yet, the chances of him being taken down, they're very low. So I don't know what news Max could possibly have. Did you give it some thought on, on what they could possibly have? No, I didn't have time. Also, I love that we just went through a 15-minute struggle session talking about how Aaron's audio problems. And we just said, Aaron, put it on mute. Like, monitor the mute. And Aaron is sitting here off of mute, and I'm listening to myself again. <laughs> I'm on mute. Oh. It doesn't show up in the Zencaster. I have a uh, mechanical button. What? what is going on over right. there, man? All right, try this. What, maybe, get, what, what, what rig are you? Maybe it's the mixer. Do you think it's the mixer? I have a mechanical button. That sounded like a goofy like 80s telecom. You could hear you click the button, and then you come on the intercom like a hospital. I love the button. I, I have a button. mechanical button. The button is iconic for Aaron when he'll hit the See, button and then start. He's start. Now it shows on mute and I don't hear myself echoing. It's it's okay in the Zencaster. The yes. Mute. But now Aaron unmute. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. I hear, yep, I hear myself echoing. All right. Again. Try now. So it's in the Zencaster. Testing. 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 Yep. That's still there. There's there's no way for sound to be entering my head. <laughs> <laughs> my microphone. It sounds Jesus so Christ. ridiculous. It sounds like the hospital intercom. <laughs> like there's there's Just literally listen. no way. That's what that button no, does. It's, it's it's a so it's, it's a hard mute. It's a hard mute. A well, hard mute. The Zencaster mute is is notably harder. Well, okay. I wonder if we're gonna give. I wonder if we're gonna give Joe Biden the hard mute after this audio file drops. 
Good grief. I don't, I don't know what to say about that. It's it's happening unless you use the Zen. Although I don't hear myself now. Uh, yeah, I do. I just did. I just what did. The fuck? <laughs> All right, I'm going to get a new what headset. You... All right. But what if it's not the headset? What if what if you're right and it, and the building of the headset isn't the problem? Ooh, do you think for this one I should just leave the echo in? No, oh, I wouldn't have to edit it at all. Oh my god, it's gonna drive me crazy. All right, all right, you got Aaron. You got to ma- manually manage this one for this episode. And oh, I don't know I though, would... but but hearing him blasted off the hospital intercom is pretty entertaining. <laughs> well, I actually if I did. Leave it in for one episode in parts, and all, you know what? Because I was too tired to edit, so you know what I did? I just <laughs> no, put birds. the background audio a little bit louder. <laughs> I don't want you to be able to just... see when I'm mute. It's none of your business when I'm muted. <laughs> I won't look. I won't look. Is that a fair compromise? Right, minimize the window. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll put it. On. I'll, yeah, I'll bring up my know notes. When you're muted. I have to know when you're muted. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to know this episode, and then we'll work through it. You know, there's a hurricane coming, but I'll, we'll figure it out together. Yeah. We'll figure out what's going on because it could be your mixer, which is what Pause's problem just was. So if you're ready to drop three to four hundred dollars on a new mixer, we're good to go. Uh, oh man. What do you mean a mixer? Uh, now we're. Like I, I have a laptop. <laughs> I don't know. A, a stand oh, mixer. Oh, you have yeah. a laptop. Well, I, I, I have a kitchen. Here's aid. what we're gonna do. We're gonna mm-hmm. do. It's called troubleshooting. And what <laughs> would be even better is if we record it. We're gonna do yeah, that, like we've been then... doing. Like we've been doing. We've got 20 minutes of content. We're 20 minutes. We got 20 minutes down. Just troubleshooting <laughs> audio for the listeners. Car, car, car. You know they will listen to. They that. will. <laughs> yeah, because you have to. It's it the implication. Be what they are calling a memorable episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly that. God. I'll be calling it a memorable episode. So, Aaron, from here on out, manage it in Zancaster, and we'll—that's oh, it's like freedom. It's, it's like so being nice, freed it's from so the nice. grip I'm of undeath. <laughs> just <laughs> so nice. It's so nice in here. What if I just oh, type in means... the Zencaster chat, and then you can read it? <laughs> yeah, we can <laughs> read, read your episode. parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we gotta stop this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going back into kayfabe now, gentlemen. I'm going to go back into kayfabe now. Um, Car, this is your episode. <laughs> Yo, you're going to just pin it on me now that Aaron's yeah, completely destroyed your, it. This is my episode. episode. Yeah, this is probably be named Car at Car's episode well, when it releases you know, tomorrow. It was under, actually, it was your flimsiness under tough working conditions <laughs> okay. in this episode. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, just be yeah. honest. Very it was good. your whinging. <laughs> so you say there's a commitment on OTL to start tracking through through TLE Nation, which is an intriguing yes. aspect of this that I like, uh, to track the upcoming presidential elections. Which is uh, is this going to be? Is this going to be a weekly, but monthly, or just kind of any old time? So all that we got into on TLE Nation that I wrote down in my in my Notion tracker for each episode. I have a tracker for all the trackers was that we were going to be checking the betting line for Donald Trump 2024. That's right. So I would like to give a public check for that now. And we also have a, and I quoted it in the Zen, in, in the Notion document as the mandatory Vivek the Swami Ramaswamy tracker. So that's <laughs> what we've got ahead of us. Okay. Okay. So the... Um 
Should, should I go ahead and give betting odds updates now, or do we need to be in TLA Nation? Welcome to TLE Nation, the triumphant return of your favorite news podcast, TLE Nation, the only news podcast inside of a news podcast. Uh, Car Campit, thank you for joining me today. Aaron, I love the suit. Love what you're doing there. Um, the alligator shoes, very classic. It's velour. Very nice. Very nice. Very classy. Yeah, gentlemen, we come here today to report the news and really the most important piece of news was, and if you uh, want to hear more about this, go pay me on the Patreon. We're not going to do too much of this. Things were good on the Republican debate. I have some theories and thoughts on who's going to come out really well. I'll give one teaser. I think Nikki Haley's going to do better than Ron DeSantis because he's a creepy little doll. But we all know, and Carr, you had recently just checked the... The polls? I don't know what you call them. And you got to see how far ahead Donald Trump is of the competition. Can you yes. attest to this? I can. And will. And doesn't it just feel that way? Oh, man, yeah, it does. There's a groundswell. Unbelievable. And Aaron, I know you probably watched the Tucker Carlson exclusive interview with our man Donald Trump. Did you watch that? Believe it or not, I did not. Wow. It was very rewarding. He gets some really great puns in, good jokes. There's a guy called Ada Hutchinson. He, call, he calls him Ada. He won't explain why. It was very good. Anyway, it's very clear that Donald Trump is going to be the Republican primary nominee. I mean, it's, there's not even a possibility that anyone else is close to that. So... I think we stand to make a little bit of money here on this show if we put some cash down on the Trump man when we see it best. So I have decided that we will be running a consistent weekly tracker on those betting odds so that we can determine when he's at his lowest, when we can make the most money. So let us begin. Car Campit, what are we looking at right now for Trump? Right now for Trump, <clears throat> if you are going to bet on him winning the uh, GOP nod. It looks like it is minus three thirty-three. That means that you've got to bet three hundred and thirty-three dollars to win a hundred dollars. He is a heavy favorite. In second place is DeSantis plus six hundred. This is huge. Very very big spread uh, between the two. Um, wow. <clears throat> the the third T Scott. Don't know who that is. The third is Tim Scott. According to the current. Odds checker on oddschecker.com. That is what we're looking at. The third and that's is T-Scott. the one referenced on the, the, the Patreon episode, too? That's the same one? Yeah, same one. Okay. So, first of all, Trump's margin is higher than last time because it was in the 200s last time, wasn't it? I also may have been misreading this website, which I'm just now kind of getting a grip <laughs> oh, on. Fuck. But I'll, I'll walk <laughs> yeah. it through. I'll walk you, you through exactly you. why. I'll walk you through right. exactly why. Okay. We're only on the second time doing this and the only first time publicly to, to the non-payers. So that's true. We're fine. And they don't um, deserve the best. That's true. So uh, let me just walk you through real quick. Um, Donald, in, in, at least in order, 
<clears throat> it is Trump, DeSantis, huge spread between them. Then there's a big step down to T. Scott, Tim Scott, I suppose. Then another fairly big step down in, and they're tied, Chris Christie and Nikki Haley. Then another hmm. big step down to Pence. Then Carl Carlson, uh, Tucker. I yeah, I guess, guess Tucker. it just yeah, says the Tucker. last name. Why and would then, Tucker run against Donald Trump? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that would be wild. What are the uh, odds? And then on, out of curiosity, what well, are the odds there? Plus sixty six hundred. So I, my, I guess my my only thing, right? Yeah, I know that's insane. My only theory would be that your the bet is that that Trump is otherwise unable mm. to run. Mm-hmm. In which case, I don't know. That's kind Tucker, of an intriguing maybe, bet. Maybe. You know, I mean, if, if, you're, if you're thinking like he, they're going to take him out, how, interpret that how you will, prior to the GOP vote, uh, uh, you know, Tucker's, I, 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 think it's, I think it's priced appropriately at 6600 Would you bet $100 for, to win 6600 if Carlson wins the GOP nod? I don't know. I'd, I'd like to explore the different paths to taking him out. No. Of who Trump? Yeah. Not until I'm done with All this. All right, fine. So. Out Trump. Yeah. On the Democratic side, I know we're not quite as interested in this because it's probably already decided. Biden, negative 275. What, here's what's interesting is that d- according to the tracker, according to the odds, the odds markets, Donald Trump is actually in a better position to win the GOP than Biden is the Democratic Party, which is is fairly fascinating. Yeah, that uh, uh, I, I maybe agree expected, with that. But um, the second place, do you have any guesses who the second place is, Bird? Gavin Newsom. It is not. Um, it's the vice president then. It is not. No idea then. Michael Obama, otherwise known as Michelle Obama. Stop. Yep. Plus four fifty. Not even really that bad odds. Are they allowed to run for president? Who? Who? What do you mean they? I don't want to get into it. No, women, okay. not black. Trans. No, well, that, that I'm not getting into. It. <laughs> oh man, we're eliminating content even as we just, create it through just, audio frustrations. Just keep it going. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't want to say uh, because they'll they'll be upset. Okay. Um, the, and then here, let me give you the overall future. So this is just to win the, the U S presidential election right now. It, the, the leader at positive positive one eighty four bet a hundred to win one eighty or rather bet one eighty four to win a hundred is Joe Biden. Second place, Donald Trump. It's at plus two seventy five. Wow. Then DeSantis okay. and Newsom are all, are both. Are we plus retarded? Are we retarded? Because that's, uh, a- I don't know. 200 on Trump, somebody who I think is a shoe-in. We're retar- we got to be retarded. Or like, just bad betters. Uh, well, here, <clears throat> here's what I don't really think I understand, is that Michelle Obama is, positive, is plus 450 in the Democratic primaries. And plus, let me simplify it. She's in second place in the Democratic primaries by a fair amount. Um, and doesn't even almost doesn't even appear in the betting markets for the presidential election. I guess that that's maybe because... That just to tell you how much smarter Democrats are than Republicans, man, that they know what they're voting for. Yeah. They're just voting for that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever the Obamas instituted, they just get it. You, nobody has to tell them, you're not actually voting for Michelle. You're voting for the cabinet that she's going to pick that her husband wrote down. They're so much smarter. 
Well, I think it also might reflect the fact that the, she has no chance in a general against Trump. Well, it would be very funny because you know the dick pictures are coming out. Oh, of course they are, yeah. You know that he is going to talk <coughs> about her fat cock on the stage. Yeah. All right. All right, let's go to Aaron. Aaron, I have a gift for you. All right. Um, it, we can actually use it as an opportunity to introduce... We'll call it your segment. We'll call it the conversation around your segment. So I wanted we're re, we're reintroducing TLE Nation. Here is the segment now known as the Aaron segment. I am just starting to replenish my calm reserve. That's uh that's the key to life, man. You just have to be less incompetent than your neighbor. <laughs> you can light a little fire, but you can't light the biggest fire. <laughs> Aaron, it's your segment. Feel free to introduce the topic. Oh, you want me to introduce my topic? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's so bad. <laughs> the lip today that I'm experiencing. Wow. After that gift that I give you. That was great. Yeah. <clears throat> Unbelievable. I got one for you too, Corin. I can't wait to get to it now. Oh, indeed. Oh, man. All right. What's your topic, Aaron? Um, so the uh, the Georgia election case <laughs> for uh, Trump, what Trump recently got indicted for, one of the crimes, um, he's due to appear in court uh, <laughs> right before Super Tuesday. Oh, really? That's convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So that's kind of why I wanted to explore the the ways in which Trump could be knocked off the board. Okay, that's interesting. And, and sure. feel free to contribute. In my mind, there's two ways. There is because he's in jail or because they come up with some legal reason as to why he can't. And then there's the, the more interesting and definitely better for the show way. Uh, the RNC does something to block him from the primary or just get rid of primaries altogether. Hmm. That is you on that. I didn't even think about that for a national party to stop the primary process. Probably not that much. Probably not that much. They've already stopped the debates. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I had never that thought had never crossed my mind that they would just simply disallow him from winning the the Republican primary or or disallow him from participating. Yeah. Yep. I wonder. Yeah, because they're because it's not really they're under no obligation right to have like a fair election. It's not a federal election. No, this is just entirely managed by the RNC. Right. Huh. That is interesting. interesting. So here's the thing: they actually, it seems like the RNC has gone as far as they can. Stopping the debates is about as much as they can do. They have control over the rules of the primary process, but the states, state and federal laws, are what establish the primary processes in the country. So a state would have to roll back the primary first, and then the RNC is allowed to regulate how it participates so they can't actually stop 
the primary, but they have gone as far as to stop everything else, which is the debates, basically, the rules around the debates. So they're already there. My question to you, Aaron, is in what universe does the Republican Party or the RNC, the Republican National Convention, in what universe do they benefit from blocking Donald Trump? If Donald Trump has too much legal heat on him and it looks like he's going to be charged and sentenced, it would be a PR move and a donor base move uh, for the anti-Trump crowd. Okay, and assuming that they did the risk analysis on that and they found that banning Donald Trump would be the, the right move. What are the implications to you of that when they're looking at the people who are making them make that decision, the voter base? Who are they voting for? Um, if I was the RNC looking at that risk profile, it would look sort of like um, I have this, I have about maybe a third of my party that's hardcore Trump supporter. Where, where else are they going to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then you throw yeah, them some. Captive. You throw them the the Donald Trump light clearance aisle, DeSantis, and uh, you know, and People hopefully, really and hope that like satiates him. them. Plan on losing twenty twenty four, and um, and then focus on twenty twenty eight. And again, yeah, I mean, you think that the sorry, Cart. I have to. I, I yep. just. I don't know what motivates the like. The Republican Party has done the opposite so far. There is a huge of, demand to just get past Trump within the Republican establishment. Hey. Now you and when and you're being very careful not to say the Republican Party, you're saying the Republican National Convention. Yes. There is a huge um, urge to just get just get get past him, get get Republican voters past him, um, and to just kind of end this Trump era. So one thing that you're contending then is that the, 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 the House and Senate composition of Republicans think differently than the vested interests of the Republican National Convention. I would say that their interests are not misaligned enough to matter. Um, the interest of Republican voters as a whole is wildly misaligned with both Rep- the Republican body politic and the RNC. Even if that's the case, if you don't think about the voting base, if you think about the people who pull the levers, mm-hmm. like in the Congress, in terms of speaking about the, the Republican Party, differing from the Republican National Convention, just lever pullers here. Mm-hmm. The lever pullers are pulling the lever for Donald Trump. Yes. They certainly already are doing that in the Republican Party. Trump has got a majority of Republicans that would still pull that lever for him. And then don't even count the state parties. It would have to be it would have to be the people at the top that can exercise the people at the top of the RNC that. Well, now now that you say that it's controlled by the states, I don't know how much power they actually have to. Well, here's what I'm, I'm suggesting. If for some reason. Other than him being precluded from becoming president by, well, I wish they had an advanced age policy, but it's age, criminal status, things like that. If he didn't 
check any of those boxes and he could rightly run as the president in that way. What can happen is he can, I mean, it would be a tremendous, but Donald Trump has got this kind of pull. He, he can, he can still run under an independent ticket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, he can, and it's not like people like his name won't be on the ballots. His name will be on the ballots. Mm -hmm. Or the Republican Party can vote for him. So you, in the Electoral College, the Republicans yeah. in the Electoral College, I, I, for in some, some weird coincidence where people still didn't vote for Trump, because it isn't as though uh, the people are going to not vote for Trump because the Republican Party says no. I mean, that would go worse for the Republican Party than for Donald Trump. People know who they're voting for in this election. And the only thing that would stand in the way of the people still, if the people still voted for Donald Trump, regardless of his status in the Republican Party, you want to talk about ways to take him out. Here's a way to put him in. The Republicans in Congress can just sign Donald Trump in. And that, if you want to talk about levers of power, it's written in the Constitution. There is no popular vote. The vote of that representative, that's a delegation. So they're meant mm -hmm. to directly represent the the uh, the beliefs of the constituency. So you, there's a difference in in government between a representative and a delegate. Yeah. A delegate is me meant to represent the the polity as a whole. The representative is meant to do as the polity says. So it's just it's a little bit different in terms of the You're way that about they're the afforded college. There. In, in terms of when we call things re representatives versus delegates. Yeah. But there are in the, I forget how many states there are, but I know I don't know if it's a majority, but it's a good amount of states uh, legally require those delegates to vote um, along the lines of the popular vote. Yes, we're correct. Right, most of those are Democrat states, by the yeah. way. Yeah, but huh, the, weird. The, the point that I am saying is there there's legal protections for Donald Trump if he was to be stuffed out by his own party. That would e encourage any of those lever pullers who weren't going to go along the way to do what their voters say. And then again, most of the Republican Party at present that would have a stake in voting for Donald Trump in the Electoral College would pull the lever for him anyway. They would go against party policy to, to pull that lever for him. I, I really don't. I mean, otherwise, you're go not going to be reelected. And it's just that simple. Political career is dead for I, any Republican. You'd have to switch parties. I don't know. It, it would be dead. I don't know if that's the case. Um, you know, I don't know if there's a will in any judicial process that Donald Trump stands to benefit from. Uh, the lever pullers within that judicial process, 50-50 uh, if, if they're going to uh, carry out the process faithfully. I mean, if he's polling at 80%, you cannot, you cannot go in there and vote for somebody else. You can't. Right? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you just he could can't. be running as an independent, and you can't. You have to yeah. vote for him. Uh, right. I, I don't know. It's. I think it's going to be interesting, to A, to see what happens in his uh, in his legal issues, and B, yeah. to see what happens well, I, with the primary. I agree with that. They really yeah, don't sure. want him. Again. <laughs> he, he can be legally precluded if he's a criminal, but also... If this trial uh, is executed effectively, it, yeah, it could tip a lot of Republicans away from him. And it, and at least it, what I think the Democrats are relying on is a the ability to 
manufacture an illusion, and the illusion is, oh, everybody around me is not going to be voting for Trump, I guess. And that's, mm-hmm. that is what they need to, the Democrats would be needing to manufacture in order to succeed in terms of not actually getting enough votes. They really and have to that, make, go ahead. I think that's going to be really difficult in the social media era. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're not going to know who your neighbor is voting for anymore. People are very vocal. But yeah, I, I mean, it's possible. It's something to, something to track, huh? We'll track it. Well, luckily we're tracking it, and we're going to be tracking how much fucking money we'll be making off this guy when he finally, or how much money we lose. See, this is the thing. Either we come away with this, with uh, Donald Trump as president, great for the show, and extra money in our pockets, great for us, or we're losers, and boy, is that going to suck, and it's going to be great for the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a win-win. We can't lose. We're set up. All right. I've delayed this for quite a while now. Car camp it. Um, have you got another story, perhaps, for your segment per se? I do. Okay. Well, I may be taking you by surprise here. It isn't the Wild West segment that I met. Oh, Firstly, there's a new segment that we, if we're going to be tracking things, we need to get to. Cha 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 cha. Car camp it. Loneliest guy in the world. Ha-cha! Welcome to Car is Lonely. <laughs> the Car Campit is Lonely segment is blazing because Car Campit, we've tracked you. This, this week is... we tracked you. And we are going to call you all kinds of out for it on a picture sent to me by the good Lord Sweeps, one of our favorite listeners. He sent me a photo of you <laughs> interacting uh, on Twitter that it's currently got 116 likes and five reposts. So we're making sure people are seeing this. I wrote tracked to an image that I sent to you. Car camp at TLE underscore car wrote at 7.03 p.m. Eastern time, just after work, your time. In reply to Tiffany Gomez, <laughs> she tweets, hats on girls, hashtag happy weekend, hashtag that motherfucker is not real. <laughs> you replied, really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting my shot from a locked account, bird. From a locked account is what <laughs> yeah. I was going to point out is you're putting a lot of this work in yeah. and she is not going to see it. Right. I unless, think you need to go lock off for the next un, one. Unless I was playing two steps ahead and I knew <laughs> that one of my co-hosts would snap a picture, post it, and that would add just the element of spice to get it retweeted to the point where she might see it. Well. Is it possible, Bird, that I'm playing 12D chess? That would be really good stuff if it was. That's what you yeah. have to do in the dating right. market these days. That's right, man. It's hard. It's hard. It's tough out there, man. It's tough, tough out there. Well, tough. I'll tell you this just to get some perspective on this. Her original tweet with the hat on. She's a beautiful girl, by the way. Beautiful girl. Great hat. Love the whatever's going on with how she tricked everybody into having this following. She is a marketer. She did a great job. Could also be coincidence. Who knows? The original tweet has third no that's another zero three hundred 
and 19,000 impressions have been collected at the time of uh, at the time of the screenshot probably much more now much more now it's a lot of competition your response for the ratio of people that follow you is actually pretty good you have 148 views <laughs> good on really good stuff but i <laughs> my retweet has 1000 242 views. Yeah, we so, get there we it. go. We get it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. So uh, we're that's called a- a- exponents. We're, we're really we're putting numbers. It's called down. living entirely online. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm firing him at the end of this one. I'm gonna keep. <laughs> want to go? Good. Good. Recording, fellas. Uh, Aaron, just stick on for a moment. <laughs> can you can you close it? Can you close the door for a second? <laughs> Look, I wanted to do this on Friday, but it's, yeah. it has to be this has to be stopped. Well, that's your car is lonely segment, Carl. Seat down. Let me tell you about the internet. <laughs> Thank you, uh, thank you, Bird, for introing me to the Wilder West segment here, August thirtieth, Wednesday, live. Uh, I've got a couple things that I've been tracking for this, and one thing finally came to pass that I was predicting, and it wasn't a terribly difficult prediction, but I do uh, want to uh, bask in the glow of a, of a prediction gone yeah. right. Uh, Twitter X, rather, has filed and successfully achieved approval as a money transmitter and specifically yes. for the handling of cryptocurrency. Um, yes. I believe this is state it. by state. So it's, they've got it in a handful of states, but um, they have officially made that move. So uh, back to the my original point of these, these kind of new non-state or maybe quasi-state entities trying to vie for members, if you will, uh, and, and build networks of information and money flow uh, this is a big step forward for that that theory. Um, we'll see how fast they get it implemented. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, they're they're pretty well resourced. I wouldn't be shocked to see this. I, I bet they've been working on this behind the scenes. I don't know how long it takes to process those money uh, money transmitter licenses, but I would bet that they were doing it concurrently, and I would bet that they had a good idea that they were going to get it uh, before they, they they got approval. Um, so who knows? I I don't know what the timeline might be, but I I bet it's pretty quick. I don't know anything about this situation. Um, mm-hmm. I just saw that headline and I was like, oh, there he goes. I'll hear about that on Wilder West. So mm-hmm. now I have my opportunity to ask, Yeah, what is the system? What is the value uh, statement? What What is being added? What are, What's the capabilities? Is all they did was file for something or is there real work behind the patent here? Um, well, no, they got approval. Oh, they're good it- to run it. They're good to run it. I mean, again, it's state by state. I looked at the states. It was like four or five of them. But you would typically see, you know, I, I think my understanding is that, that, that you know, you get a few and it kind of gets rubber stamped in a lot are of places, you, except you, for like New York and California. Do we know what the feature set is for this payment program? My bet? No, no. Be I have no further. I have, I have not read anything about what will be put in there. I'll send my an email guess, to Musk. 
Yeah, yeah. Get, get them on. Maybe we can get them on for the next while to rest. But uh, my guess is that you will be able to do banking in app. So I bet you will have a uh, banking and routing number uh, for fiat rails. And I bet you will. They will have systems in place where you can send and receive cryptocurrencies. Uh, so like, uh, click a button, and here's a screen that looks very similar to Cash App. Is kind of your yep. idea. My my guess, and that will be also integrated into perhaps something like micropayments between users on on the app so um so you know another way to transfer money to both your in you know irl friends and then also in between uh online friends and perhaps something i bet i wouldn't be shocked if they mimic something like noster has where you can quote unquote zap people send them a few sats for a for a tweet that you like or that or something you know some content that they've produced and i bet that they will be integrating something like that if this is amazing for me Mm-hmm. This is, as, as Aaron just said, as a person who's extraordinarily online, extremely yeah. online, I can finally make money doing the thing that I love to do, which is post. Pure posters are winning. Yeah, we are in a. Yeah, it's Postmaster Summer for sure. Mm-hmm. Postmaster Summer. So, so keep an eye on it. Certainly will. What are the implications here again? Remind me of why I should, why I should uh, care. Well, I, th- I think that if you'll recall from one of the earlier Wilder West segments, it might have even been before the theme music. So it, it was a it was a uh, proto Wilder West segment. Um, when you're looking at these like power structures, uh, I think control of flow of money and flow of information are critically important. And the point of the Wilder West segment is to point out that these, that a lot of these non-state uh, or quasi-state entities um, will begin becoming, I don't want to call it governments, but some, something other than what they previously were. And something other than directly subsidiary companies to governments that go to governments for maybe permission for things. Now, I understand contrasted with the primary news segment of this, which is they went and asked permission and got it um, for for um, the money transmitter license. This serves to grow their power. And uh, I would be I would I would watch that very carefully. Now, the other thing that it's going to do is be able to if they choose to do this is will allow them to further monetize. So if you have a you know, X number of, I don't know how many users they have that all have parked their cash and or cryptocurrency on their, with their account, uh, at X.com, they'll be able to leverage that, um, for cash, you know, as, as, as collateral. Um, yeah. so that it will allow them to further monetize. So, um, you know, it's just, it, it's just interesting watching where power is, 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 is accumulating, um, in 2023 in a, in a, in the information age. So let's do this. Cause I agree with you. I think it's going to monetize everything on Twitter. I think they're going to make so many services now, like things that you can patronize people for just, they're going to, it's going to be way bigger. So they're going to use spaces, obviously maybe like a super chat kind of function. Yep. I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. Let's see how long it lasts before it gets old. But while it lasts, whenever they release the you can pay me feature, 
after every Wednesday episode airs, right after work time, I'll hop on on Wednesday on a Twitter Spaces, $2 for a speaker's fee. And you can there come on and we can chat and we can have a conversation <laughs> recorded. Last time I did this, I did it for free and I got to tell everybody about how much I hate the pyramids because I think they're boring, stupid structures. And uh, that was free. So now I'm going to charge for it. So $2 pop speaking fee. Maybe Aaron will talk to you. Great. Perfect. Um, I have some other news. It, eh, I don't know if it's necessarily in the Wilder West. Doesn't so if you qualify want to as out. the Wilder West, or right. yeah, it's. I did. Gay lords. Thank you, Car. I did want to say something. I was just reminded of was, I felt that the one of the main subjects of the Patreon episode, you know, involving the what happens if they take away my ability to podcast and I go and I buy a van with a <laughs> yes, s- yes, slit yes. in it, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I I go and t- you know Walmart all right. and all that. I, yeah. It was really unfortunate that about a day afterwards that happened. And like it oh, was dude. a guy who looks very similar to me. <laughs> it could happen to anybody. So Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville, just oh wow, okay, Aaron, fine. Good lord, Jacksonville. Um, you know, keep it pushing, I guess. Yeah. Um, Should have put the bird watching music on before I did. That. Yeah, I, uh, you know, <laughs> that'd be very fitting. Yeah, that'd be very fitting. That would be yeah yeah. Keep keep watching. Um, Okay, so uh, there's been two other news items that just broke um, today, I believe, uh, or yesterday, rather. Um, Grayscale, uh, the Bitcoin futures ETF that filed a lawsuit against the SEC several months ago when the SEC disallowed them from taking it from a futures ETF to a spot ETF or trust, I guess is the more technical way to put it, Hmm. um, just won their lawsuit against the SEC today. Let's go. Let's go, the, boys. Yeah, yeah. The uh, judges struck it down, and they struck it down in an embarrassing fashion. Apparently, according to attorneys on uh, on the <laughs> internet that I would look at, uh, <laughs> cryptocurrency they, is gay. Now, is gay. here's so my opinion. Gay. So, they, no, they they. Uh, so here, here's a here's the last line or the last line of a paragraph that I was reading. We agree the denial of Grayscale's proposal was arbitrary and capricious because the commission failed to explain its different treatment of similar products. We oh. therefore grant Grayscale's petition and vacate the order. Because so it was, Bitcoiners <laughs> rise up, gamers rise so up was, moment. Yeah, it was a real like um, pretty nasty, uh, nasty little guys over there making wow. their, making a statement. In the Love meantime, that. at the same time, Congressman Warden Davidson from Ohio uh, is publicly tweeting about firing Gary Gensler on Twitter right now. So that's that's also pretty funny. <laughs> okay. And the BlackRock ETF, spot ETF decision by the SEC to allow them to create a Bitcoin ETF is due by September 2nd, Saturday. Okay. All so right. Now they BlackRock, can... All, they right? can. You just said BlackRock? BlackRock, yep. Are we in with so them? Are, or are we on their side? Uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, but, uh, are they a friend of the show? You know. Aaron, they might be a friend of the show. <laughs> are, they, are they a friend of the show? Do I need to start hitting them up for sponsorships? No, we no. I mean, to by, get to by, that point. By and large, we're not a, we're not friends of BlackRock, but um, you know, Bitcoin doesn't care. Uh, 
your node is your node, your rules are your rules, and this will probably bring a lot of money into the arena, which should be interesting to watch. So we're here watching things, I like that. and I want I like to that. tell you some things to watch. Powerful. I like that. I like all those yeah. things very much. So I like this. Can I get a uh, silver so. linings, please? Um. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry to inconvenience you. I don't have a silver linings moment. Uh, where's this? Okay, let me look. No, I don't have any music. So you know what I'll do in post? I'm going to put a microwave noise. All right. Go ahead. I love Everybody's it. so greedy <laughs> with their segments today. Uh, I have a little bit of uh, tech news for some upcoming uh, software releases. For uh, Oh, my God. Okay. That that might benefit our, our, our viewership. Um, I know a lot of them enjoy using Microsoft <laughs> services. Office 365. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, of course. G Suite. <laughs> We have any G Suite guys out there? I'm a big time Sheets user. Yeah, all right, all love right. it. Love Sheets. How about love uh, sheets. how about Adobe? We give it any love to Adobe? No. Yeah, it's more for the creative types, which really yeah, aren't my cup for of tea. People I don't like. Yeah, I usually use Adobe. I, I I love Acrobat, but uh, everything else can suck it. I like Acrobats too. Well, anyways, all three of these software giants are starting to release integrated AI assistant features oh i love it yeah i like this so let me tell you about microsoft copilot microsoft copilot Did you mean to type the n-word <laughs> <laughs> yeah Do you it's... mean to be speaking to your wife this way <laughs> it's it's the paperclip but you can make it racist <laughs> did you mean to buy this van <laughs> You've been parked outside of that school for days. You'll get a pop-up on Microsoft Edge. You can save 32% on fertilizer using this promo code. You could save 55 lives if you kill yourself before the rampage. Jesus, guys. Uh, yeah. Predictive AI can stop these people. (laughs) These people? By these people, I mean me. I mean, <laughs> you mean the, all the, the hosts of this podcast? Uh, if only, I mean the guys who pay for the Patreon. <laughs> if only yeah. the release date to the general public wasn't in 2024. Yeah. So Microsoft well, Copilot like will actually scan your emails and your Word documents. This is just one feature. It'll scan your emails and Word documents and generate summaries of everything for you. You can oh, and send the su- and, and submit the summary directly to Langley. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's built it's all it's all in one. Um, for G Suite, Good. very similar features. You got uh Smart Compose, which can uh just mm-hmm. complete emails for you. You can just type yeah. in three random words and it'll kind of get the gist of what you want to say. Um you got uh Smart Canvas, which brings together docs, slides, and sheets in a single workspace. Oh, that's so good. Yep. That makes me want to come. And then uh, <sighs> Adobe has uh, Adobe Sensei. And, um, Sorry to be so vulgar. <laughs> I, I, I guess it's cool. You can, uh, you know, if you're doing some video editing, you can do auto reframe, which automatically reframes videos to whatever aspect ratio. Um, it, How would we categorize this podcast at this point? Uh, th- this cryptid, is we're, we're this is when the inmates get to run the asylum. Yeah, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is when old Warden Bird. The reason didn't why I'm bringing this up. For an episode. The reason why I'm bringing this up is uh, 
for all the listeners, you want to be on the ground floor. You want to pay money out of your pocket. I think it's 30 bucks a month for Copilot to be on the ground floor right because now. it's going to make you look like a fucking genius. Fucking and you're genius, not. dude. And Dude, I have, been <laughs> you I have been putting conditional formatting rules on sheets to make things turn different colors when different shapes show up on a different document. Oh, my God. And I did it all, and I did it all with ChatGPT. You're going to run that place. I'm going to fucking run this job that I'm about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just sitting here looking at all, have all these. Have you seen his spreadsheets? He's, we should probably put him in the keep pile. <laughs> All these great bullet points I had for this episode and just, just watching time go by. I'm watching time go by. We're at, uh, actually, we're more than 48 I minutes. I haven't even gotten to the news that I've collected yet. Oh, good, 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 good. So, Hopefully I will it's say, as good as I'm all the other. To, if I'm allowed to speculate for a brief moment about what you've said, Aaron, something that I've noticed. You have the process documents that are written by people. Mm-hmm. The process documents, nobody reads them. Nope. Other than the person who writes them and the team that approves it. The person who requested it will never read it. It's never categorized anywhere that any workers who will benefit from using it will ever read it. And it's far too long because everybody online works three times more hours than they should. Yes. And that's just how it is in this economy. A perfect case in point, your employee handbook. Not you're right. Not one person's ever. I've written them. Not one person's ever read. Yes. Now imagine being able to ask a chat GPT like service. How many vacation days am I supposed to have per year? Yeah. Um, What are what are my My office hours exactly? And then taking that to your boss and saying, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. That's already well and and out there. My company's got like a chat GPT bot for basically every article anybody's ever written. So it's basically replacing all the support team's jobs very soon, I'm sure. Yes. Um, the, The way that I see this going is think about the implications of of this scenario. The person who writes the process document can be replaced. Once there's an AI system that understands what the process is. Yeah, when it gets a baseline, which all that is is access to your Dropbox. At this point, that is literally all that you need. Yes. There's so much documentation for the average company that a robot could download all of it and be the most effective salesperson, HR rep in the company, could be the CEO. Or anything like that. So the person who writes the process documentation, I I don't know how we're getting the input, but let's just say the process documentation exists. But it's too difficult for the manager to read because nobody wants to read any of this stuff. So there's an AI that translates it into a readable format for the the manager. Spreadsheet. This is meant to entirely clear out the highly overinflated remote software as a service sector this is market correction because all of the people who work four hours a week for 40 hours of pay it was a big overinflated bubble and so that entire sector is being replaced by something that that sector created and it's fucking gorgeous it's marxism in practice oh. It's the technology from within destroying via the many contradictions the older system. And God, is it fucking awesome. Yes. 
I these are going to be these tech companies are going to be the five people at the top, a couple of busy working middle managers, and robots all the way down. It's going to be amazing. I cannot come enough. <laughs> My cum reserves are almost back. <laughs> So it is we are it's doomsday for software and that's just another thing nobody's considering in this <laughs> thank you Bill economic Gates. collapse. <laughs> yeah. So I got one other thing. Car camp it Aaron would you like to hear my king of the week? I would yes, love I would. to. This is a big callback. Not long ago I and I might have been on an over the line episode I read out a tweet from uh, just a a, a a a a user of Twitter. Libertarianism has become plagued by a syndrome dubbed that I dub podcastitarianism. While podcasts have made it easier to find libertarianism, it's become less intellectually rigorous to be one. So here is my libertarianism 101 reading list to the new libertarian. You might recall that tweet, and it's from David Bradley Jr., well, a couple of weeks ago, and you may recall this conversation we had, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about something and Timeline Earth, the term came up. David Bradley Jr. commented underneath it, and where would one listen to this Timeline Earth? <laughs> Blood was in the water. I struck. I used my, fa- my famous reverse psychology technique. I said, you're not going to want to listen to it. It's very bad. And I'll tell you the same thing that I tell every other new listener. You're going to have to listen to five episodes before you think it's good. It's a hell of a pitch. It really is a bad pitch on purpose. Well, on August 28th at 7.40 p.m. Eastern Time, David Bradley Jr. tweeted, Timeline Earth was very pleasant. <laughs> Boys, we got him. We got him. We got him. We got him. We're a libertarian we podcast again. Jr. We're yeah. back. We are so, We're so back. Bringing it back. full so circle to Fagcast. This, this crown yeah. is for you, David Bradley Jr., and for every other listener that I've used the five episode pitch on. <laughs> Shout out to you because I gave you very little reason to listen. And also for you to find that it was a pleasant show. I've never heard that compliment never. before. I would never, never heard that that's... compliment. We're going to have to work on that. Yeah, we're gonna, certainly going to have to have a board meeting about that. But now they're telling him you should dive deep into the archives. James Miller is telling him. Connor says David is finally watching the news. The news. It's a yes. good day. <laughs> It's a fucking good day. Finally watching the news. China Gay Sex Limited tweeted, this is the greatest review I've ever seen. And Goose replied, you didn't read mine. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> We're having listeners competing. This is great. The energy is good. Things are looking up for the show. And that is my King of the Week nomination is to David Brady Jr. Perfect. Perfect. Powerful stuff. Well, that was a whirlwind. Of an episode. It was. It I was. didn't we... get to my story about how the guy who shot those people at that White Sox game snuck his gun in through a woman's belly fat. I didn't get wow. to talk about that story. 
Yeah, Oof. that's pretty wild. I didn't get to talk about the old Italian man who was crushed to death by falling wheels of cheese. Didn't get to talk about that one. And Jesus, we didn't even get to our little Amal update. Mm, yeah. Little Amal that's a damn is shame. back. Are we little maybe going to have to go over the line with this? I think we might have to go over the line, but I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah, you're getting uh, an over-the-line today, listeners, Patreon listeners. Pause's return. The return of the pause man. No, I pulled him on after we did that recording. Uh, I figured I could go for another hour. I pulled pause on, and it was after he got his mixer fixed, and it it is a crispy... He sounds great. It sounds great. So it's just me and him bantering. That's good. I got something to, to listen to. Powerful. Good. Well, good. Um, hold on, I gotta. I'm sorry, I gotta play it again. Cha 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 cha. Car camp it. He's the loneliest guy in the world. Ha cha. Just had to hear it again. Yep. Till next week. Two hands on the wheel. Squat. <laughs>